Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody, welcome to the Sports Sports Podcast. Podcast. I'm Phil Ranta. And I'm Steve Sears. Steve Sears? What? Oh, man. What am I even doing here? Usually it's uh, Joel Anderson. Uh, and, Jordan Palmaville. And I'm the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Uh, so I'm the sports outsider outsider. I yeah. I believe we, that was my term the last time I was on this show. You're even further outsider uh, than the, me, the sports outsider. The outer rings of Saturn in terms of planet sports. Well, Steve comes to us all the way from uh, Sports 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 Podcast's sister podcast, Curtain Jerks, where you talk all about professional wrestling. All about professional wrestling. I wanted to, I was going to call it a sister podcast also but it feels kind of like strange to call it like they're two sister podcasts it kind of seems like there's a little bit of sibling rivalry about you know stealing boys and losing combs and stuff like that that's what it's all about though because i stole a boy from curtain jerks the boy is you that's right forever boy steve sears forever boy i wanna be forever boy (laughs) (laughs) tim tebow update watch update brought to you by mentos Feel the rush in your mouth. Ah, classic. Classic. Good drop. Yeah, it was a good drop. Good drop today. Good drop. Good drop. I'm amazed that you have a Tim Tebow update. Watch update. You must know the show. I do. I'm a big fan of this show. I'm impressed. Tim Tebow tweets. Not often, apparently. Three tweets in the last 10 days, Phil Ranta. Have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? No, I haven't heard about this. Now, now why is Tim Tebow blowing up the old net? I don't know. Unbridled charity, my friend. (laughs) Unbridled charity. The guy is a saint, all right? Yeah, that's what I've heard. I don't know. I'm a sports outsider. I got you. I got you. In the last 10 days... Hope you will join me in praying for my buddy Ethan, praying for a miracle in his fight against cancer. Hashtag pray for Ethan. And then you got this little picture of a little boy who looks like he's surviving cancer. Uh, you know what? You saying it with that level of enthusiasm makes it feel really offensive. Did I? Hey, look at that. Like, condescending in a way. Did I say it kind of condescending? I think that Tim Tebow, though, is kind of saying it like, hey there, little buddy. You're not doing okay. I am. I'm Tim Tebow. Maybe that little boy can leech his strength from Tim Tebow. Hopefully. And then, oh, a mere May 23rd, uh, what the past? A week ago, maybe a week ago, about a week ago. Thanks for the months of prayers for my friend Blake. His bone marrow transplant was a success. Hashtag God is faithful. And we got a little picture here of another little boy on the sidelines uh, enjoying a good old football game. He also looks sick. Yeah, he looks like less sick. I hope that bone marrow transplant really takes because it says that it, it was a success, but you know, fickle. Yeah, and how do you gauge success when it comes to bone marrow transplants? Like, they transplanted it with bone marrow. Don't know if it cured them. Yeah, survival. 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 And then just just recently, in the last four days, Okay. so thankful for all our men and women who have sacrificed everything for our freedom. Hashtag God bless the USA. Uh, Yeah. You know what? Uh, I don't mean to give, like, social network advice. They should drop the the. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I, we're there. It's cleaner. I was actually thinking in terms of social network advice, he might have a uh, more of a following if he was a little bit more current with those tweets. Maybe. Maybe if he was and uh, upbeat. Maybe yeah. if he said some, like, more fun things. Hashtag, I do find all of those inspiring. I can say that much. Okay. Hashtag, then, I'll follow you on your 
journey. Thank you. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Mantos. Feel the rush in your mouth. <laughs> Man, that mint... That, I like it when the mints are so strong, they blow out your vocal cords. Oh, no. I'm just giving a shout-out to my drop guy who's just survived a bone marrow transplant. <laughs> Hashtag minty fresh breath. <laughs> Hashtag the bone marrow transplant. <laughs> All right. What do we got on the show today? I'll tell you. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we've got uh, Jacob Williamson. He was uh, he had a video go viral this week of him losing the Scripps National Spelling Bee Championship. He had a very animated way that he lost. People found it funny. Shared on the you internet. You know, anytime someone makes an effort about something important, it is funny in a good way. Yeah, it's what they call on the internet a uh, hashtag fail. Is it? Yeah, it is. I guess it is a hashtag yeah, fail, isn't it? He he had a bit of a fail, but it's not a hashtag FML, right? That's that like that's no, Defcon one. He did of... not fuck his life. Okay. Yes, he would just he was just a fail. But uh, we're gonna bring him on see what's what's making uh, Jacob Williamson tick. Well, I hope with, between that and the Tim Tebow update, watch update, it's not going to be completely mean spirited. But that might be my fault. No, it's. Uh, but we also, speaking of not being mean spirited, uh, you're you. We got a, a curtain jerks themed wrestling weird sportsman. Wait this a minute, week. are you telling me we've got a weird sportsman this week? We have a weird sportsman this week, and not only that, but it's a uh, wrestling themed. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. But first, news, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Steve and Phil. News, news, news. I enjoyed your ticker. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm talking about your heart. Oh, thanks. I enjoy your heart. It's, it's so big, I hear. It's what makes me hunch. It is. Yeah. Speaking of giant hearts, Lance Armstrong stripped of France's Legion of Honor award. Subhideline. Subhideline. <laughs> Jordan's so much better than me at this. Subheadline. Way to nut up just six months after the rest of the world, France. Oh, nut up. Yeah. Man, that's Not only that, but everybody else stripped him of his awards ages ago. Well, I think the French probably took so long because they they didn't want to acknowledge the fact that they were wrong. That's true. That's true. And then they surrendered. Lance Armstrong. (laughs) Political. (laughs) Ha ha, political. Lance Armstrong was given the rank of Chevalier. I should probably, uh, I'm sorry, interrupt you just for a second for Joel Anderson's sake. Uh, I think a lot of people would like to know that the during the French underground occupation of Paris, probably some of the bloodiest guerrilla fighting in all of World War II. So yeah, Joel would like that because he's an idiot. I know. I just made that up. I thought it would. Be, oh, okay. <laughs> one, I'd interrupt you, and two, I'd come up with something. I don't know if it was true. Perfect. Or not. Just oh, we say- never we never said where Joel and Jordan are today. Oh, good call. Yeah. Uh, are they okay? Yeah, Jordan's working. Joel's at an improv festival. Thought it was more important than the podcast. All right. But we got you. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it's an honor to be here. Uh, now, Lance Armstrong was given the rank of Chevalier, or Knight, in the Légion d'Honneur in 2005. Very nice. The last year of his seven consecutive Tour de France victories. He was later stripped of those titles for doping. So congratulations, Lance. Now that you've been stripped of nine national honors, you'll get the 10th one free of public shaming. Uh, Congratulations. Mainly because the public shaming from the first nine are so loud that you won't be able to hear the 10th one. Is he never going to participate again? Uh, I don't think he can. I think that they took his bicycle away. (laughs) How's he going to get around town? He can't. He's like a little child who's like sitting on the doorstep who's waiting for his dad to take him 
out biking, teach him how to bike, and he's like, I can't because of my big muscles. Do you think he'd be really embarrassed if someone caught him like at an in and out drive through, like in a car? Like the like seeing Lance Armstrong in a car would be like the most embarrassing just like eating thing. Eating a greasy burger and fries, and yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, just it's God, like. No, no. <laughs> It's like finding out a guy in a wheelchair can like can tap dance. Right, exactly. Yeah, you see him driving a car. Uh, uh, speaking of Joel, he would appreciate this. The Legion of Honor was co- was created under Napoleon Bonaparte in 1802, and roughly one million people have received it over the years. It's France's highest honor. The second highest honor in France, of course, being the person of any ethnic background other than French. Oh. Yeah, it's the second highest honor. Then it's all the French people after that. Okay, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I gotcha. Dale Jr. passionate about NASCAR collecting. Subheadline, Joel Anderson bikes to work, can't be bothered to record podcasts. Oh, topical. Topical. You wrote that. Thank you. Uh, I did thank you. It turns out Dale <laughs> Earnhardt. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has a pastime that thrills him nearly as much as winning a checkered flag. Uh... A billion checkered flags. Speaking of the social network. No, uh, uh, <laughs> like a ditch digger who spends his free time collecting hand blisters, Dur- Dale Earnhardt Jr. has an extensive collection of NASCAR memorabilia from scaled-down die-cast cars to old programs and magazines that detail the sport's long history. Yeah. He watches online auctions on eBay and several times a day hits the website on his tablet or smartphone, sees what's available, and puts a bid on things he wants. You know, like a rich person who's so American that he still holds on to his cheapness. I got you. I got you. I feel like the only reason Dale uh, would be having his, his heart race pulsing sort of in that sort of situation when it comes to merchandise or sort of collecting would only be if, you know, uh, someone's at the door, but he's under a collapsed weight of a bunch of merchandise and stuff right. and he can't answer. I can't get out! <laughs> That's the okay. only reason that my pulse would raise. I hope they don't walk away without saving me! Uh, this is uh, now in quotes, so this is Dale Earnhardt Jr. talking. It's like racing. You just have to move on if you lose, he said. Gotcha. Uh, except, of course, if you screw up on an online auction, you don't slam into a wall and burn to death. But you know, other than that, it's kind of the oh, same. Oh, yeah, no, it's but some, the same sometimes you find out you spend out a little bit too much on that, uh, you know, famous <laughs> racer cape. Right. And then when you do, then the whole computer just, like, rams against the wall and goes, oh, God! Yeah, and then you gotta yell for, you gotta yell for your pit crew, which is your wife bringing you, yes, like, a big exactly. gulp that you kept in the fridge because you were, didn't want to finish yep. all of it. I hope she doesn't walk away from this memorabilia. Uh, Earnhardt also says he scours auctions for vinyl albums in old magazine, uh, old magazine, old magazines, plural. He's not just uh, maybe he just wanted for would just want one maybe. one pornographic magazine. Speaking of one pornographic magazine, in fact, one of his most prized possessions came courtesy of longtime girlfriend Amy Ryman, who found a pristine copy of Playboy's 1953 edition with the late Marilyn Monroe on the cover, and he that he got for Christmas. Because nothing says America to me like getting a porno mag for Christmas. You know, there's something really great about using the internet to get a pornographic magazine. That's true. It's like, it's like, it's, it's like calling someone and telling them to pick up their telegram. Right. It's like going to a DVD store and like buying uh, nine millimeter movies. Yeah. 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 It's, it's getting a text telling you that you're... Uh, <laughs> that your mimeograph arrived. That your mimeograph arrived. <laughs> yeah. Calgary, answer oh, your fax machine. Answer your fax answer machine. Answer your fax machine. Calgary Olympian finds three words liberating. 
I am gay. Subheadline, Americans find three words equally liberating. Where is Calgary? Ah, Canada. Yeah. Hey, you knew it. They have a tower. The yes. Calgary Tower. I believe it. It's named. It must be named after the place. Yeah. I believe. On his 18th birthday, John Fennell decided to document every great thing that happened to him on his first official year of adulthood. Some 364 days later, the laundry list, dubbed his 18-year-old high, features everything from serving on a high sc- as a high school valedictorian to studying business at the University of Calgary to moving out of his mom's house to representing Canada in luge at the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia. So, you know, it's like the average Canadian success story. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, just like making sure you get out of high school, you move out yeah. of your parents' house. Yeah, you, you go, go to the University Olympics. of Calgary. Yeah, exactly. You luge. And so with hours ticking down to his 19th birthday, Fennell uh, hopes to add one more item to the year to remember. John Fennell wants the world to know that he's gay. Of course, this brought to light many questions for the 2014 Canadian Olympic representative for the luge who didn't win a medal. <laughs> like, how could he be such a great loser and also be gay? Said nobody. <laughs> How will this affect his future in the sport of luge? No one asked. (laughs) And how can these questions exist when they've been stated that nobody was asking them? Queried the void. (laughs) So Fennel is going public in hopes of stepping out of the shadows and serving as a role model for those who are still suffering in silence. Yes, a role model to all the gay losers who haven't come out of the ice pipe yet. Oh, the way you say losers makes it sound like the fact that they haven't come out, they've got a lot of uh, self-confidence issues. <laughs> well, they probably have that because they didn't win a medal. That's true. When they lugeed. Mm. Yes. Uh, a paradigm shift is well underway when it comes to gay athletes feeling safe enough to come out. This winter, NBA player Jason Collins became the first publicly gay athlete to come out in one of the four major North American pro sports leagues. Earlier this month, the St. Louis Rams selected Michael Sam, an openly gay football player from the University of Missouri, in the seventh round of the NFL draft. And now we can add a mid-level gay Canadian loser to the list. So we can finally announce that homophobia in the world of sports is officially gone forever. You think so? But it seems still like it'd be pretty... There's probably a, a ton of other guys who haven't come out. Well, I... But luckily, there's now the gay Avengers who can come and, there and, we go. and encourage people to just be themselves. Right. Joining us in studio is Jacob Williamson, whose video went viral of him losing the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Jacob, thank you so much for joining us during this difficult time. Hi. Hi. No, it's it's great to have you here. I know that you had really high hopes to win the Spelling Bee. I'm um, sorry it didn't work out for you, man. Yeah, me too. I was really excited to win the Scripps National Spelling Bee, and I really thought I had a good chance at winning. Yeah, I, th- I, uh, I also, I thought you had a good chance. You had, you had a confident demeanor. You were excited up there. I was really excited. I was really excited. I was really excited. I could tell you were excited, but I mean, you're still young. You have your whole life ahead of you. How old are you now? Oh, I know this one. I know this one. I know this one. I'm 14. No, you're, you're younger than 14. A- am I? Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. Man. No, don't worry. We don't kick you off the podcast. 
Oh, no, you okay. don't have to leave. We don't kick you off the podcast if you get something wrong. Okay. It's fine. Uh, all right. No, just shake it off. You probably just got the jitters. It's okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah, you for having course, me. Of course. Yeah. So, uh, so Jacob, what's your favorite subject in school? Oh, I know this one. I know this one. Okay. Oh, man. My favorite uh, is it's Jim. It's Jim? I love Jim. I... I, like I, I, I gotta be honest. I, I would think that your favorite subject would be spelling. Oh, yeah. Oh man. Because you know you're a spelling bee. I love spelling. Yeah, probably more than Jim, huh? I, re- I really love spelling. Yeah. No, you don't have to leave though. No, nope, sure? you don't have to leave. I, that's what happens usually in gym class. No, that's no. That in gym class you you keep playing. It's spelling that no, they you. A- they asked me to leave. Oh. Well, let's move on to brighter things. Like, what do you like? What do you like to do for fun? Oh, I know this one. I know this one. Okay. Oh man, for fun, I love to go out with my friends and go to the movies and hang out in the mall and like just really have a great time with my buddies. Oh, because in the pre-interview it said that you didn't have any friends and that you live in a town that doesn't have a mall. It says I thought that was a weird thing to put on oh. your pre-interview. Yeah, we we don't have a mall. Yeah, and you probably don't have a lot of friends, huh? No, I I got to spend all my time studying the dictionary. Right, because you're a spelling bee champion. Uh, I, or almost was. <laughs> right, almost, yeah. No, you don't have to leave, though. Are you it's sure? Fine. No, it's... Are you you sure? can say, no, it's an interview. It's uh, an interview. Yeah, yeah, it's an interview. Yeah, it's an interview. I, you just, you talk the whole time. No, no, uh, Jacob, in an interview, I speak and then you speak. It's, it's a, like a question and answer thing. Oh. Yeah. Huh. No, it's a look. Oh, clear. No, you don't have to leave. You don't have to. Jacob, Jacob. Here, I'll give you a very easy one. I'll give you a very easy one. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, would you? Would you like a burrito? Yeah, I know this one. I know this one. Okay. No, no. I don't want a burrito. But your your mom specifically said that you were starving. Look, you're holding. You've been holding your stomach the entire interview. Oh. Oh, man, I'm really hungry. Yeah, you are. You could tell. I could see it on your face. And you were literally drooling looking at the burrito in the middle of the table. God, that looks so good. Yeah. I brought it for you because you said in your pre-interview it was your favorite food. I love burritos. And that you were coming straight from the airport and you were probably going to be really hungry. I came straight from the airport and I'm really hungry. Yeah. So you got... No, Jacob, you don't have to leave. You don't have to leave. Look, I'll make this... You know what? I, I want to see you have a victory today. On the Sports 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 Podcast, you will have your victory today, all right? Uh, okay. Jacob, just, Jacob, tell me your name, Jacob. Oh, oh, I know this one. Yeah, I really you know, know this you, one. You know this one. You I do. know this one. Grant Hill. You know what, Jacob? Maybe you should leave. But, Maybe you should. Uh, d- did I get it? Is that my name? Yes, Jacob. Your name is Grant Hill. Yeah! Yeah! Right. Yeah! Man! Thank oh, you. man, I could win the name B. I'm a name B. You, you name are. Name B champion. You know what? You're today's name B champion. Thank you so much for being here, yeah. Jacob. Grant Hill. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. 
I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman. This week's Weird Sportsman, Rowdy, Roddy, Piper. Hey, that's a Weird Sportsman. Yeah, yeah, this one's brought to you by Curtain Jerks. You can find their episodes on SoundCloud.com and SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. But this is also a sports, 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 but this is what you call a collab. It's a, cl- it's a collab. It's a crossover. Yeah, we're clashing. Roderick Roddy, George Toombs. It's his real name. George Toombs. T-O-O-M-E-S? T-O-O-M-B-S. Toombs. Yep. Roderick Roddy, George Toombs. Uh, was born April 17th, 1954. Better known by his ring name, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Is an, a retired Canadian professional wrestler, film actor, and podcast host signed to the WWE. Oh, don't tell Scott. He's getting real bummed about how many podcasts there are out there. Really? In terms of uh, how many. He says uh, Goldust has his own podcast now. Yeah, but it's not about taking away your audience share. It's about bringing light to wrestling podcasts. It's about building the community. Yeah. I just said that right now. I didn't believe that up until you just said that. I believe it. Okay. But uh, I'm sure, actually, he probably likes the Hot Rod podcast. The Hot, the Rodcast. The Rodcast? I can the only Hot assume. Rod pod? I can, the Hot Rod pod? The Hot Rod pod? I can only assume. The, I can only assume uh, the name of the podcast. It would be cool if he called his uh, podcast the Rowdy Potty Piper. <laughs> yes. Because it's a podcast. Yes, Phil, that would be very cool. <laughs> that would be very cool. Uh, in professional wrestling, he's best known for his work with the WWF, World Wildlife Fund. That's true. He is very charitable. Very charitable. Although he is Canadian, due to his Scottish heritage, he was billed as coming from Glasgow in Scotland and was known for his signature kilt and bagpipe entrance music. Yeah. This is true. <laughs> Are you gonna, we should do true and false for this whole thing. <laughs> I, I only know a few of them. True, true. He earned the nickname Rowdy by displaying his trademark Scottish rage, spontaneity, and quick wit. True. That is correct. That is correct. You know, when they ding in a spelling bee, that means they got it wrong. I know. That's weird. I had no idea. Like, that poor kid was soon – like, you're bred as a human to hear that ding, and that's supposed to let you know, hey, you got it. You done good, buddy-o. Yeah. Yep, not this time. Uh, so, uh, despite being a crowd favorite for his rock star-like persona, he often played the villain – and he was also known by the name Hot Rod. We already covered that. They also call them heels, Phil. Yes. Uh, that's what the villains are called in wrestling. That's true. Heels. The baddies. Because he's Scottish, so it's heels. Heel. Heels. Toombs headlined several major pay-per-view events and accumulated 34 championships in various promotions during his career. He participated in the main events of WrestleMania 1 and WrestleMania 10 as a special guest referee in the latter. Piper was inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame in 2005. True. That's true. And he hosts a podcast titled Piper's Pit. Oh. Yeah, it should have been uh, Piper's Pod. Oh, that's even better. (laughs) Should have been. 
early life. Toombs was born in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Uh, I don't think I pronounced that even close to right. You know, Saskatoon makes me think of Brigadoon. Like, Saskatoon only shows up every hundred years to wayward travelers who yeah. then fall in love for a week before it returns to the mists of Saskatchewan. Has a rapper ever rhymed Saskatoon with Brigadoon? No, but now you've put it out there. <laughs> Macklemore will be expecting a check from your shitty music. <laughs> he was raised in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Uh, he's of majority Scottish descent, uh, with some Irish on his mother's side. Just, uh, I believe they called a nip of the Irish. Ah, true. Uh, I think that one was false. No. I don't think anyone calls it that. A nip of the Irish? Ding! Oh, that's, okay. Or uh, it's just a, a wee bit of the Irish, or I make this Irish by putting hope. a little bit of Irish in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Put a little whiskey in them. And, uh, he attended Windsor Park Collegiate. I believe that's a college. True. Yeah, that's correct. Correct. His father was an officer with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and they lived in the Paz, Manitoba. Is there anything more Canadian than having your dad be in the Mounted Police? Uh, your mom being a... Your mom being... <laughs> what the hell was that? That was outwardly aggressive for no reason. I, you didn't let me finish. Okay. Can I, can I finish? Yeah, can, can I finish? finish? You can finish. Uh, your mom being a uh, maple... Tree tapper. Your mom's a maple tree tapper. <laughs> your mom's a maple tree tapper. If your dad was in the Canadian Mounted Police and your mom was a maple tree tapper, I think that would be the Canadian. That like, would be the ultimate that'd Canadian. Be like the Canadian square root of pi. Well, continuing on his Canadian journey, uh, after being expelled from high school and having a falling out with his father, from junior high, I'm sorry. After being expelled from junior high and having a falling out with his father, Piper hit the road and stayed in youth hostels wherever he could find them and picked up odd jobs at local gyms, running errands for several pro wrestlers. True. Uh, yeah, that one was true. Okay. But I'm actually amazed. It was He was in junior high. He went out on his own. Maybe he was a big kid. I I mean he's a he was a wrestler so I got to assume he's got good jeans. Yeah. Good blue jeans. Uh so as a young man Roddy became proficient in playing the bagpipes though he has repeatedly stated that he's unsure exactly where he picked him up. How god think about a very strange thing to not know where you picked up your bagpipes. Yeah, that's so it seems like that would be like I remember where I got my guitar. You know, it's a big moment. Yeah, I was trying to think of the musical instrument I never learned how to play. Yeah, and now I'm the one and only Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's my name. Uh, Hi, we're the Gazoontites. <laughs> uh, his childhood and now lifelong best friend is ex-NHL uh, player and Stanley Cup winner Cam Connor. Whoa, yeah. sports, sports, and sports. Podcast, yeah. it's uh, That's pretty Canadian to me, too. Being best friends being with best a, friends with an NHL Stanley Cup champion. Yeah, I think so. Pretty From what I understand, you get to, if you win the the uh, Stanley Cup, you get to take it with you and like hang out with it for the weekend. You get to drink champagne out of it you get after eat, a bunch of sweaty men already did. You get to eat cereal out of it. Apparently, yeah. you get to like you can have your own hockey game, and whoever of the team gets to then have the you get to actually have like a uh, a uh, field hockey game, and you could have someone win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, and you you. You have a sexy wife who poses naked with it. That's also a thing. Really? Yeah. Do, do they Hockey sit players, in it? Like they, I, I guess. 
That seems know. those seems like those seems like pictures that should be on the internet. That seems like pictures. Maybe you should start a Tumblr account to collect them. That would be great. Stanley Cup naked wife pictures. Yep, naked Get wife it. Stanley Cup. Uh, 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 Earnhardt was it? What you're saying Earnhardt was the collector. Yeah, he's probably putting bids in for that as we That's speak. That's probably true, and yeah. it's also going to be the name of my memoirs: Naked Wife Stanley Cup. <laughs> Is there a dash? No, yes. I'm thinking a semicolon. Yeah, my bucket list. Yep, my bucket list. Uh, well, we can't stop talking about Roddy Roddy Piper without talking about the Vince Russo TNA controversy. Oh, my God. Oh, you probably know all about this. Oh, jeez. I am so sick of hearing about this, but tell me. Okay, because Curtain Jerks fans want to know. One of Piper's more controversial TNA moments came during one of his weekly or one of its weekly pay-per-view shows. Vince Russo at the time was at the center of a massive power struggle, kayfabe, between TNA <laughs> had to throw that in between the TNA roster and Russo's stable of young wrestlers called Sports Entertainment Extreme. Wow. Two factions warring. Piper had requested a segment to plug his new book but instead, use the time to basically shoot on Russo and his effect on the world of professional wrestling. Yeah, he decided to, to fight. Piper touched on the subjects of the death of Owen Hart, for which Piper held Russo to blame, and in the downfall of WCW, amongst other touchy subjects. Uh, speaking of which, Vince Russo would be an excellent weird sportsman for future reference. Oh, I get it. Should have done him. No, no, no. Uh, All right. Hot Rod's the be is one of the best, but He's one the of the best. weirdest is Vince Russo. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Russo uh, came into the ring basically in character to confront uh, Piper, but when Piper got in Russo's face, Russo made the comment that Piper was a moron. Oh. Yeah. Real fabe. Yes, exactly. I don't even know what the term is. Yeah. Uh, Piper I'm, uh, I'm lost without Scott. Okay, fabe. <laughs> Uh, Piper not only took offense to the remark, but delivered a potato shot to the side of Russo's head. A uh, potato, getting a potato is actually hitting your opponent. Yeah, I punched him, punched him, but like didn't fake punch. Like, and then, punch, no, yeah, punch. it's a real punch. And then getting a receipt is when they return the potato to you. Ah, I yeah. like that. Russo immediately realized that Piper's heat with him was legitimate and quickly backed off, unsure of what Piper might do next. When the Harris brothers hit the ring to try to cool the situation down, Russo became visibly upset as Piper continued to vehemently shoot on him. They keep saying shoot on him in the article, and it seems really strange. Uh, shoot means to speak truthfully from the heart I on see. other wrestlers and breaking the mystique of wrestling. I that see. is a shoot. I didn't know A that. shoot fight or shoot wrestling is more dangerous because it's more re like there's actual potatoes. There's throwing punches and stuff. So a shoot interview is like saying it how it is. You're not you're not in character. Download Gurton Jerks today. Ah, Gurton Jerks. Gurton Bjerks. Uh, uh, Russo got so upset at one point that it took him uh, took both the Harrises to restrain him. Piper later said the shoot interview uh, in a shoot interview that everything he had to say to Russo was real and that he was willing to get physical if Russo had taken it that far. Russo retaliated later by saying that he and Owen were very close and that Piper wasn't even with the company the night Owen died, so he had no way of knowing what upset uh, what uh, knowing how upset he was with Owen's death. Things got real in wrestling. They got real, real fast. I think it's very funny that someone said it's like the equivalent of someone very close to you dying, Phil, and then someone's then saying to you, Phil, you weren't even there, okay? 
So there's sort of a... What'd you say to me? You weren't even there, okay? I'm going to give you a potato rock to the shoe. Watch out. I'm going to shoot at you with a potato. And that brings an end to another (laughs) Weird Sports Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings an end to another sports... Sports... Podcast. podcast. Uh, Phil, you've got your contact information for we, everybody? I do! You can email us at sportsportsportspodcast.gmail.com. That's sportsportsportspodcast.gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching or by uh, going to facebook.com slash sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports, the number three podcast. While you're there, please uh, follow, listen to some stuff, share it around with your friends, have a blast, have a good old time. Phil, admittedly, the best way to find Facebook is to search for it. That's true. Yeah. That's true. And then through Facebook, you can find sports, sports, sports. Speaking podcast. speaking of searching though, you can find us on Stitcher Radio by downloading the Stitcher app today and searching Sports 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 Podcast. You can find us on iTunes by searching Sports the Number Three Space Podcast and Sports the Number Three All One Word Space Podcast. You can uh, find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy podnet or you can find all of our back episodes at comedypodcastnetwork.com. Steve, where can they find you? They can find all of our back episodes of Curtain Jerks as well as all of Sports 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 back episodes on SoundCloud with their respective titles, Sports Sports Sports. Yep. And uh, Curtain Jerks are both available on SoundCloud. We're also on iTunes. You can find us there. There's our YouTube page, which is also Curtain Jerks on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks podcast. Ah, thank you. And we're also at Twitter, on Twitter, at Curtain Jerks. Yeah, make sure to check them out. It's a very funny podcast. If you enjoy this one, um, then listen to theirs, and vice versa. They're both good. Yeah, crossover appeal. Uh, Curtain Jerks fans, continue listening to this podcast. Yeah, and sports, sports, sports uh, fans. Give it a listen. Yeah, you guys are... Meet Steve. You guys are... uh, You're welcome, but I I know where you guys... Your your bread's buttered. If you thought he was funny on the podcast, maybe we should check it out. Yeah. But until then, thank you so much, Steve, for being here. Do you want to turn the lights off for us? Oh, these right here? Yep. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.